That's Bill Medley, Jennifer Warnes, of course, big movie classic. Time of my life here, a classic hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim, 10 past 6. While that was playing, uh, PJ and myself recreated the famous uh, jump scene in that dance. There I was, I lifted, had him lifted right above my head there. Yeah, you have to bang my head off the side of the door, but I know, that was but worth it. I, I, thought it was, I, don't mind. I thought it was very good. Was I'm surprised good. we were able to get a run at it. You know yeah. what I mean? And to be able to do it uh, in a socially distanced, safe way was incredible. Well, yeah, like I know. you were like you were a, a full two meters over my head. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I didn't even realize my arms could go that long. I tell you, neither did I. <laughs> the old silverback thing. The other arms keep going. That's what's wrong. Keep going. It's like yeah, it's like your your hair and your fingernails. In he's my a, case, it's my arms. They he's just a keep great growing. hugger, as Jim. His arms go round the both of you twice. <laughs> Oh, God almighty. Right, well, that's just... Just wanted to make sure your Wednesday started off on a completely surreal, ridiculous note. Just to get you into the mood, really. That's what it's all about. And you did get me in the mood. (laughs) (laughs) Right, folks, good to have you with us. Uh, As usual, of course, 087 if you need to give us a shout. Rule the world. Take that. Here are Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Thanks for letting us hang out with you on your Wednesday. Happy hump day to you, folks. Wednesday, 27th of January. Just before we do the birthdays, Will has been on, PJ. Yeah, he's, he's on his way into work, and the car is making a weird sound. That'll be the, that, that'll be us. Won't that's it? always that's the radio. That's yeah, us, that's yeah, the radio. Yeah. Definitely. Sorry about that, Will. We always make weird sounds. It's it's just the way it is. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean. It's nature. This it's show. The groans that come out of the middle of me back. <laughs> yeah, that could be PJ's feet you're hearing there. It could be me heels. Oh, Jim, the heels are getting better, but uh, I'm after hurt me knee. Oh, shit. Oh, it's slowly moving up your body. It's slowly moving up. Yeah. yeah. So it went from your feet to your knee. Yeah. Very shortly, you'll have a massive pain in your butt. Bo- uh, anyway, will. Well, we do the birthdays. Actually, maybe it's moving there already. <laughs> when I think about it. Right, birthdays today. Not a, not a spectacular selection. Wait, you see oh, some of them that are on the way for you today. But anyway, right, here we go. Let's start with a very famous name, Muhammad Al-Fayed. Oh, that is not where I thought that was going at the start. I was so ready to say, sure, he's long gone. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, uh, this lad, of course, uh, former owner of Harrods and former owner of Fulham. Uh, the man responsible for the famous Michael Jackson statue outside <laughs> Fulham's ground. Remember that? What was that all about? Hilarious, but yeah. it, uh, but definitely shows the madness of the man. Doesn't now, it? Can I just ask the question: Is that still there? I don't post know. controversy and everything. I don't know. I honestly don't know if Michael Jackson still has still outside full pride of place at Craven Cottage. Even that sentence sounds ridiculous. It doesn't does, it? It's so weird, isn't it? You know, you have yeah. the you have the famous trilogy outside of Old Trafford. Um, I'm sure somewhere around Anfield, there's got to be a Bill Shankly statue or. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, there's yeah. like uh, like football grounds have heroes, you know, their statues. What Michael Jackson at Fulham? It's unusual. I, I, it's, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they have statues at Liverpool. I think they have a huge fence to keep the, the wild whippets out. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that Mister Muhammad Al Fayed, he's not a young man no. anymore. He's been around a very long time. I'm going to say he's in his eighties. Yes, he is. Three. Not bad. Eighty-eight. Oh, wow. Well, eighty-eight. He's, he is. He's further up the charts than I thought. Mo Al Fay. Yeah. As his mates know. Him. Is that it? No. Oh. I right. would have said, hey, mate, I, I just, you're terrible. I'd have said that if I met him now. If I met him in the spire later, I'd have said that. You'd embarrass me. <laughs> right, next up for you is Mark Owen. Do you know who Mark Owen is? I do. I've taken that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he always, is. He's one of those. They always seems like a bunch of righteous lads. Yeah. The old and he's the real and... sort of, the little cheeky chappy type. He is, yeah. The big smile, yeah. Yeah. Because all the boy much. bands seem to have that formula. 
Yeah. And not just a musical formula, but they need to. Oh, yeah. You nearly had to fit the shape and everything. Definitely. <laughs> there's the, sm- the silent, quietly one. Yeah. There was the. There's the yeah, there's the one really good singer. Yeah. There's the small, cheeky, chappy, cute kind of fella. The gay lad. There's the, the, and then there's the dancers. And there's the, da- the fellas who can move but can't sing. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the, lads, the sort of gist of the it. The lads who look great, the lads with deadly hips on them. Uh, but don't know. But they're not great singers at all, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the one that that um, all the uh, little girls love because he doesn't say much. He's kind of moody. That's moody, that, but good Mark looking. Mark Owen is a bit. Oh no, he's always smiling. no. He's the cheeky chappy. Jason Orange was he just sort of Pro- little, possibly? Yeah. I don't know. I tried to pick a moody one and take that. They were such a jovial bunch. <laughs> Such a jovial bunch. Mark Owen, winner of Celebrity Big Brother, of course, way back in the day as well. Yeah. I didn't know that about him. I didn't either. I've, I've, I pretended I went, yes, <laughs> yes, I remember, yes. I had oh, clue. who could forget? Uh, but I'd say he's what he's around. I mean, those lads are around my age. 46. Not bad, 49. Ah, okay. 49 for Mark Owen. Right, what about this? I, I know you're a big fan of your rugby. Oh, God. Roggedy Ball. Roggedy Ball. Nobody knows anything about Roggedy Ball. Irish legend Keith Wood. Do you know who Keith Wood is? Keith Wood. Now, this is... I can't believe I'm saying this. Keith Wood... Yes. ...looks a bit like me. Yeah, he was in here. Oh, no. He looks like you. Yeah. So... No, your man that was in here... Um. And he has a has nah, a mullet. no. That's Shane... Um, oh, Shane Long. Oh, no. no. That's <laughs> Tipperary. He plays football. Um, no. Shane that, Ward. Sh- no. No, he was a singer. Shane... Oh, bloody hell. See, this is rugby, man. Why are no you doing knew, this to no me? No one knows that about rugby. We didn't need to go there if you'd have just known Keith Wood. I, Keith I, Wood I, was the bald-headed, bald-headed guy. I know exactly who he is. Who? He looks like Connor Pope if he was in a really bad mood. He's, um... <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he's... Yeah. A, is it a Connor Pope has just found a rip-off cowboy? Who's Connor Pope? The bloke from the Irish Times? Yeah, you know your man. He does all the shows. We're the, looking today at a log cabin business that's ripped off seven... Oh, oh, right, L1's okay. Yeah, Alma. yeah, yeah. Shane Byrne, by the way, is who we were trying to Shane think Bourne, of. Shane Byrne, that's yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. The man in charge of rubbish in Wicklow. Well, who's your man, the Roggedy player that we're talking about now, Keith though? Woods. Oh, it's happy birthday. He was World Player of the Year one year, I think. I, I know, and that sounds amazing, but that's like being the World Roller Skate Champion. If there's only seven <laughs> countries taking part, you can't. it's very hard. Well, have you know, he say. appeared on Guinness posters and all sorts. I know, but... Very like, famous man. Even I did a Guinness ad back in the day. <laughs> you know? Accidentally. Exactly. Walking into the wrong pub. Well, I was supposed. Yeah, well, okay, grand. But you know what I mean? I did it. Uh, I gotta say, um, Keith. This should be interesting. Keith Woods is. Uh, he's 54. Not the worst. 49. Ah, oh, you're not a million miles 49. Away. That's right. very good. Now, this one I've just thrown in because it's a Fonda. But I've no idea who she is. Right. Bridget Fonda. Too many fondas. Isn't there? They're like the Sheens. And they, they, I can't keep up. Even in the little piece be- written beside her here, they can't even say to you she was in whatever. Yeah. All they can tell you is she turned down Ali McBeal. That gas, isn't it? Right. So, so not literally, me at all. I, I was just going to say, yeah. Bridget Fonda, you know her. She wasn't in Ali McBeal. Yeah, the one that wasn't in it. <laughs> It's like that's like the way your ma tells you someone. You, you know, you never guess who's after dying. Who? You know your man. You know your man who what who didn't make his confirmation with you. <laughs> who? He, he wasn't there. Your man. Oh, Jason, everyone was talking about him. He wasn't there. What? You, you, talk, you do? You, you never met his father either. You know him. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, you yeah. know who died? Actually, you wouldn't know him. Well, then why, why are we having this conversation? Because it was a terrible if you, if shock. Yeah, if you're... Why, is, why would you tell me, like... Why would you tell me about somebody I don't know? 
But it makes no sense. Because it's society. Because it was just. Well, I'm just making conversation. Yeah, but like make conversation about something, like, you know, that I can talk back about. <laughs> nothing I say is ever right. <laughs> Everything I say is wrong, isn't it? I'll shut up now. I'll be a long time dead. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a classic comeback. Classic, yeah. classic guilt complex. Yeah, at the yeah, end. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'll be sorry. Oh, you'll be go- sorry when I'm gone. When I'm gone, you'll be there. I wish that mad old bitch was here <laughs> to tell me some story about a fella I never heard of now. No, that's oh, what you'll be saying. So true. Oh, so, so true. So I got right. to say, I've right Bridget Fonda, who knows? Fonda, uh, seven, uh, no, 62. 57. I haven't a clue. Not bad. I haven't a clue. And then, <laughs> this is the absolute piece de resistance of today's birthdays, right? Yeah. It is the birthday of Mikhail Baryshnikov. Do you know Mikhail Baryshnikov? No, I knew a Mikhail Gorbachev. No, no, Mikhail Baryshnikov. Only <laughs> one of the greatest... Ballet dancers of the 20th oh, for century. For God's sake, man. <laughs> like, as if, as far. Yeah, look how far I fell down with me Fonda sets. And now, yeah, I'm happy <sighs> with this, a fella. I mean, it's Mikhail. a very famous name, Baryshnikov. Oh, my God. Star of the Russian ballet. <laughs> I mean, come on, PJ. You'll never you, get... you, a cultural icon. You know what'll happen now in a weird twist of fate? I'll go home with Margot. You'll never believe whose birthday it is. <laughs> you know your man with the tights that used to be. Twirling around. Um, oh. I gotta say, I do. It was a, yeah, Mikhail Baryshnikov, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, I don't know, man. 75. Oh my god, very close. 73. You're joking. 73. Talk. So close. Oh, I you was... see, I think you have a thing for men in tights. I do, man. <laughs> and I've worn a few pairs myself. And now you're up to date on the home of the Nile Boiling Show, weekdays from 12. This is Classic Hits. Thank you, Kylie Tower, 634. How are you this morning? I am delighted with life this morning. <laughs> That's not the way you yeah. said it to me when you came in first. <laughs> If only I was allowed to use the language that Tari used really? when she first walked into our studio this morning. Oh, dear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, but that was before. Obviously, you chewed up coffee well, that or was, something. That was, no, that was before Mike told me that today is officially a Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day. Uh, Global yes. Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day. God, he must be doing that. He brought me in a, a roll of bubble wrap. I don't know why. I have nothing. He didn't particular. give me any bubble wrap. Oh, he got, he's oh. got a big load of it there. You can go and grab, grab some off him. He's okay. Like, I, it's what cast. This is a this is a Mike thing, you know. Mm. Every year on Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day, he comes in and goes, "It's Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day," <laughs> and then he, and every year you say. You said this last year, and he goes, I, I, don't, I don't remember being this excited. I really, Sorry, I don't. Hold on a second. What dreamland are you living in? I've never heard of Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day, and I'm a huge Bubble Wrap fan. <laughs> yeah. And I've never heard I'm of it. I'm just a little so, bit so un- uncomfortable that we're having a conversation about Bubble Wrap. If Mike apparently does this every year, yes. then where am I every year on Bubble yeah, Wrap? Yeah, well, listen here. Wait till you see. I'd say, uh, wait Greece, you probably. Wait you see me cheering Tara up now. Watch this, PJ. Oh, go on, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. I'm just going to go back here. I'm gonna go back here. I got some here as well. I'll start. I'll start. Go on. Ah, oh. the nicest sound in the world. Oh, oh. Jim's got a huge one. I, I do. Thank you for noticing. Thank Look you for noticing. Jim's got a should, should I just go for individuals? Go for individuals to just. start with. Work oh, it up. For God's sake. Start He's off not giving me defective bu- uh, bubble wrap, I think. His, no, his, I always get oh, the defective a, 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 sorry, one. Sorry, a, a bad workman blames his tools. <laughs> Yes, even if and I have one. a big one. I have a big yes, tool here know, for you to use. It's no point in having a big one if you don't know how to use it, Jim. That is very good point. <laughs> exactly. That's, and on that, I'm going to donate my bubble wrap to you. Mine might be small and have knots in it, but it's making me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Wham, everything she wants here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Quarter to seven just ahead of that was Tragedy from Steps. 087-188-0008. Thank you for letting us hang out with you on your Wednesday. Happy hump day to you. Thanks for all the, the WhatsApps as well. 
couple of bits and pieces. Bridget Fonda, okay, whose yes, birthday yes, was yes. today, and we knew nothing about her. And we should have known one of the big movies, or probably her big, big movie, Single White Female. Oh, that's, that's yeah. her. That's a great movie. That is a great movie. Can't believe we didn't cop that. And, and somebody else said that she was actually in uh, Godfather 3. I don't. Bridget Fonda. Oh, Godfather 3 is the turkey, though, isn't it? That's the one no one remembers. Is that right? Is that the official name of it? Godfather 3, <laughs> the turkey. You've seen it's the about, horse. It's now about, see the turkey. It's about, it's about uh, the family Christmas, is it? <laughs> the Corleone family Christmas. <laughs> the Godfather 3, the turkey. This time, it's roasted. Years after they gave up a life of crime. <laughs> Turkey farmer Don Curlioni. <laughs> Don Curlioni. <laughs> What's his name? Yeah, Curlioni. Oh, yeah. well, you said it sounded like Cur- it was. It sounded like you were about to say Don Curly Whirly. <laughs> Don Curly Whirly changed yeah. his name in the witness protection program. <laughs> Don Curly Whirly, who went on to become the, the Chocolate King. <laughs> Imagine they're going, "Why, Don? Don Corleone? Here's your new identity in the witness protection program. What's your name? It's Derek Curly Whirly." <laughs> Yes, and you're you're a chocolate magnet from Ireland. Yeah, you're, you're honestly, it's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. no one will never find you. Nobody will ever know. <laughs> right, so that's Bridget Fonda. That is a movie I want to see. <laughs> Can I just say that is a movie I want to see? <sighs> Me too. Uh, we should make that movie. John Cordy Worley. Yeah, tell you. By the way, look, check this out. I'll tell you something. You never know who's listening, PJ. Right? Yeah. You have to be careful. But anyway, um, we've had. Uh, uh, you know, we were wondering about the the Michael Jackson statue. Because yes, it's yes. Muhammad Al-Fayyad's birthday today. Uh, he famously put that statue of Michael Jackson outside Craven Cottage, Fulham's home ground. Uh, nobody quite knew why, other than he liked Michael Jackson. Um, and Brian from Fulham. You're joking. A real been, deal, Fulhamite. Absolutely. He's been on to say, no, it's gone. Oh. No, it's gone. It went went with him, so to speak. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. I wonder where it is, because that would be a great thing to have in a museum or something somewhere. Yeah. And to be fair, like I suppose it's still... Even when something isn't, inverted commas, wanted, yeah. it can still be worth a lot of money. Oh, definitely. Ah, there'll be some collectors, some mad collectors would That's love what I mean. that. Yeah, like, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, even though it didn't even look like him. You know, my statues never look like Oh, apparently like Rory and Galway saying it was donated to a museum. Oh, there, there you go, right. So you can still go and see it somewhere. Yeah. Not sure why you would. <laughs> there is that but question. There is somebody else. There, there is you. that question as well. Given Absolutely. that there's a choice, what would you do, Jim? Go and see the Michael Jackson statue or watch the Don Curly Worley movie. Oh, Don Curly Worley. Me oh, too. I tell you something, that could be a modern day classic. That could take over from Willy Wonka. This yeah. Christmas, see the epic adventure of Derek Curly Worley as he went from mafia boss to chocolate magnus. <laughs> And then you have to use the that headline. I'd still like it. You've seen the horse. Yeah. Oh, the first one was a pony. This one is a turkey. Yeah, I'm into that. Love it. Right, listen, uh, what have we got for you today? Well, you may, may well ask. You may I well mean, ask. I mean, how we're supposed to know, I don't know, but you may well ask. What have you got us first today, folks? Dogs that can learn words. Woo! Very smart dogs. And we've got um, science that says swearing is the sign of um, creativity. Oh. Positivity and creativity. So there you are. Huh? Should be interesting Jim. trying to get through that story. Oh, I tell you, I have a very fluent vocabulary <laughs> when it comes to this, Jim. Don't I know it? All of that, and of course, the All Ireland Breakfast Table quiz rolls on. Dublin oh. still top of the leaderboard with 12, and of course, the hit bit for 920 euro. That's on the way in the next hour. Big 80s number one culture club, Karma Chameleon here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Nine minutes past seven o'clock. Happy hump day to you, folks. And good news. 
for our PJ. He's back in yes. his in his lovely, luxurious surroundings of his motorised oh, vehicle. Jim! Because okay. it might strike you as madness, people of Ireland, that you know you'd have a car that you were paying for. You were continually paying for. <laughs> but that you didn't actually use it. You just gave it to somebody else. Well, it was, an, it was a literally, a literally sensitive word. It was an accident, right? So just to let people know the story, and this ends in the most bizarre of places... So I was uh, walking my dogs, right, in, was it August? I yeah. think it was August, right? It was a long, long time ago. And I was walking my dogs with my ex-missus, um, thankfully, who we both get on very well. And Well, actually, I don't know if it's a good idea anymore <laughs> to be getting on with them. So we, we were coming out, and she had a car crash, right? Yeah. So she wrote off her car and damaged two other cars. Of course, I saw this in the rearview mirror of mine. So I went back to make sure she was okay, that everyone was okay. I got out. I says, listen, you don't worry about a thing. You take my car, I'll walk home, and we'll say take it from there. Hip, fast forward. Fast forward. Six months. Six months. Everybody drove away from that accident, except for me. And I who was wasn't the, in this. I wasn't in the bloody accident. I was the only one who wasn't in the accident. That's, uh, that's so PJ Gallagher, yeah, that so is. So I walked yeah. home. I'm walking So literally, they the all drove off, and you're standing there going, hang on a second, something not right about this. Yeah. I, I, I came here with a car. I didn't do anything wrong, and now I've no car, and I'm walking home. I'm walking home with two dogs, and, <laughs> and even they're looking at me going, we were, yeah. we just yeah, got go, into the I car. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm, we've done the walk. Yeah, we're this is the bit where we drive home. Ah, oh, Jay, we were on the way back <laughs> to get our biscuit. <laughs> so, so, and so, and so six months had, later. Six months later, she had to, so I finally yesterday got my car back because she was in a position to replace, I was going to say her car, to replace my car. <laughs> yeah. And here's the bizarre twist of fate, right? right? She goes and she gets a car. She finally finds one she likes. And it's in the same place Jim McCabe got his, right? Yeah. And then she was chatting to your man, the salesman there. Ladies and gentlemen of Ireland, get a load of this. Me missus, the ex-missus calls me last night. She goes, they were talking to me about Jim McCabe, they said. And they says, I tell you something, that Jim McCabe fella. And she was like, oh God, this, I, this, I hope, is going, this, couldn't, uh, this might go badly. I hope this isn't terrible scandal now to be leaking back to PJ. But he goes, the, uh, the nicest man... In Ireland. Thank you very nice much man. indeed. I, it's about time. Yeah. And then they goes, really? do you know something else they said? I must have overpaid. Wait to hear this. Wait to hear where this goes. And I'll tell you something else. The most patient man on the planet. <laughs> what? what? That's what you are called. You got, you got given the slogan, the most patient man on the planet. Me? Here. Patient? Jim McCabe, ladies and gentlemen, people of, of Grinigan Motors, I don't think you know Jim McCabe very well. No, actually, I think you're right. <laughs> Adam and all the gang in Grinigan Motors, they obviously saw the real Jim McCabe. You know oh. what I mean? Where the rest of the world, as usual, misjudges me. This, this is the same Although Jim McCabe. I do, no, I'm sorry. That I when ca- he's going to the toilet and the boat cubicles are full, he goes, oh, you'd have to go home to go to the toilet around here. <laughs> That's the same Jim McCabe. I know, to be honest with oh, you. The same Jim McCabe I actually who comes can't out even it. defend that myself. Yeah, you go, oh, you have to go home. Oh, yeah, yeah, you need a, we need a book in now to go to the toilet around here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah. whatever about being Jim patient. When they played a trick on him, when they put a clamp on his car and we showed him a picture of it, he went, oh, yeah, that's great. We were like, it's only a joke, it's only a joke. <laughs> I tell you, because the last, and the weird thing about it is, whatever about being patient waiting for a car, when I'm yeah. in a car, as you well know, I'm not, I'm not the most patient man He's in the, the world. He's the only man I know in Ireland who's proud of his road rage. He comes in, he says, there was this It's fella. not road rage. I don't do anything wrong on other people. I just internalise my frustration he, at everybody he, else. He can't let anyone else in the car with him in case he make a holy show of himself. Give him now. 
He can't. Most patient man in there. Hang a second, yes. In fact, I'm going to get a T-shirt for that. I'm going to get a T-shirt that says... I'm the, uh, officially the most patient man on planet Earth. Is that the expression? The most patient man on the pl- on the planet Earth. Yeah. On the planet Earth. Thank you very much indeed. Can you imagine? But I'll tell you something. If those T-shirts are delayed, <laughs> I'll be... <laughs> I ordered 200 of them, you joke shop. Call yourself a business? Unbelievable. I want that's... to I'll tell it up for free now. Yeah, I know. That's the... That, yeah, saying, okay. I have to say it's very true. I'm, we're, as much that's... as we're teasing, you are a very nice and very patient man, Jim. I have to yeah. say, it's very well, you true. You see, I can't even defend the patient now. I mean, if Yvonne's listening to this, I'm sure, and like well, she's saying, are you, what, Jim, patient? Well, i tell you what you I are. I mean, I literally, um, if you want to see me, if I ever, like when I do anything, right, anything that doesn't work properly, first time, it's oh, off. Yeah. Or if I small. mean, it's a good job we have a story on the way later in the show about how swearing, it could actually be a, 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 a yeah. positive thing in terms of creativity and do stuff. Do you know what you are? You're, because... exa- you're like me in many ways. Or you're like me ma. Do you know that? In oh, that... great. Now I'm your ma. You're like me ma. Well, I tell you, it feels like being your ma sometimes do in you know here. Because that... big things happen to you, right? Yeah. Big things happen to you. And you go, right, okay, right. And you go, right, I'm going to deal with this now. And it'll be all right. Eventually, right? And then something small. So, but another thing could happen, like you just make yourself a cup of tea, right? Yeah. And you sit down and start a movie. And then the doorbell rings. Yeah. And you're like, Dad, Somebody at four o'clock in the afternoon. I gotta ring their neck. And then you open the door and go, "How are you? How's it going?" And you're <laughs> nice to them. And then they leave. And you go upstairs and you grab a pillow on your bed and just start screaming into it. <gasps> oh my god! I think <laughs> that is so me. <laughs> while wearing your most patient man on air t-shirt. Yeah, Robbie Williams. Let me entertain you here at Classic Hits. 18 minutes past seven. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ Jim on this Wednesday. Uh, PJ and the most patient man on planet Earth, <laughs> as this show will be known from now on. I tell you, yeah, that Thank is you a, very that much is a indeed. hell of a title. I love that that is the new tagline for Jim McCain. God bless you, Adam. <laughs> Adam Crinigan out there in Crinigan Motorsports. I tell you something, fant- obviously an excellent judge of character he is. To have christened me that. And yeah. thank you, Elaine, Obviously as well. Obviously, never stop aside him when he's watching Netflix and the doorbell rings. That's thank you, Elaine, for pointing that out to PJ as well, so that now he can fully appreciate it. Mind you, having said that, we had a show meeting yesterday, and there's a couple of people at that meeting that may not agree that patience is my greatest virtue. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that, I definitely think that was... You, you should have heard what there was a, there was a sentence that was, that was dropped like a bomb there. It was great to watch. But anyway. I have to just do that smiling at the camera and making no expression face. You know that way? You know when someone says something outrageous and you're all sitting there and yeah. you have to do the whole... <laughs> but I, you know what I mean? Great. I'd like to... I mean, okay, I will accept. I'm actually not... Patience is not one of my greatest virtues. Although, yeah... Like, I'm not great. Like, I'm not great. On it, I want... I just... I kind of do have a little bit of that sort of, you know... It's still like the kid in you. That, you know, you want something to happen. You want it to sort of happen now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? The marshmallow test. Do you know the marshmallow test? Both of us will be big, huge failures of the marshmallow Boy, test. Why, what's the marshmallow test? So, you know, they do it on children to see how they will develop later in life. So, they will do this thing with children where they'll say, I'll give you one marshmallow now and another one later. Or do you want two now to gobble them up? <laughs> we're, t- we're the gobblers, like, the two of us. Right. We, we just gobble them up and then someone else gets one later and we go, Hey, here. No, that was an option. Like it was explained to you. In well, the terms I don't, no, no, no. Now I'm starting to think maybe I do have patience because I th- sometimes I do like a bit of delayed gratification. No, I'm a gobbler. The idea that there might be another one coming at the end of the day. Maybe, yeah. Okay, maybe. <laughs> I'm a gobbler. I'm a gobbler. I can't help myself. I'm a gobbler. Michael, Michael, as the as the 
you know, as the independent source here, right? Yeah. Which, <laughs> yeah. which of us would you regard as the more patient individual, myself or PJ? Oh, yeah. That's a big question. That is a big question. Right. You, you better would... get the right answer. Yeah. I uh, think, and can I, I, I just I... say to you, Michael, will you ever feckin' hurry up? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Jim on that one. Now. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. Thank you, Sorry, Michael. PJ. Excuse me, I don't... No, 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 there's one defining feature here. Right. He has to work with you every morning. <laughs> now, if there isn't patience in that, I don't know what patience is. Oh! Touché! I wish I had a retort. I think, I think you'll find that's game set and match, old boy. This is literally the bit in the movie where the jury stands up and gives a round of applause. Yeah, I don't think so, Jimmy. Jimmy Cliff, I can see clearly now. I doubt very much if we're getting a bright, bright, sunshiny day. Can't see it today, to be honest with I you. I don't think so. But uh, we can guarantee you that uh, we've got 920 euro. And it can be yours if you can tell us what the hit bit is. Magic Mike is standing by right now on WhatsApp. Don't give us your guess, okay? It won't count on WhatsApp. But do let him know that you want to play 87 188 Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Any chance, Jim. Any, Any chance. chance. to talk about dogs. I can't resist it. I have to just... Oh. Especially when it's about bigging them up. Especially when it's about bigging them up. Yeah. And by the way, thanks to Dog Trust for sending me a nice hooded top there the other day with dog person written on the front of it. Oh, well, thank uh, you. Let, yeah, let's, why don't we all thanks Dog's Trust for you getting a gift? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So thank you very much. Yeah, just uh, going back to me being patient and understanding. It's, because, it's great that you got a gift. He's like, he's like a Jack Russell Terrier outside the chipper, isn't he? No manners at all when it comes to some things. Uh, yeah, so, uh, but uh, this is an amazing story, right? So they're saying that some, uh, and it's rare, but some very talented dogs can learn language skills almost like a two to three year old human child, right? So they're wow. saying they did these two experiments, one of them sort of in a dog working environment and one in a sort of playful environment where they would have named a toy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with a specific name. And that then they would ask, uh, they would say the name no more than four times to each of these really smart dogs. Uh, and th- these dogs then learnt the name of this toy, which showed they had the capacity to learn language really, really rapidly, like a human child. Okay. Uh, which is amazing. They'd never seen dogs this smart before. Now, most dogs can't do it. Most dogs... So uh, they learn the words, show... but can they say them? Well, no. Okay, we're reaching a little bit. No, they can't say... Uh, but there's only one dog that could ever talk, and that was the Sausages dog. <laughs> sausages, Also, yeah. that's life thing. Remember him? Oh, yeah. the husky that could say... Remember him? <laughs> remember that fella? He was on YouTube. What, it was meant to be ago. I love you, was it? Yeah, and he goes... Remember him? Oh, Jim. I guarantee you, I guarantee you we're going to get a flood of WhatsApps in going... Yeah. Oh, that's how my dog can say. And there'll be whatever, you know. I know, yeah, but people... Walkies or something. People look at their dogs like kids. They all think their dog is much smarter yeah. and more uh, sort of gifted than the next ones, you know. Yeah. And then they I talk remember about... the, great, the great Jerry Ryan saying that once about people when they're talking about their kids. And it probably, you're right, it probably does apply to their dogs. It does, yeah. That they always, everybody was saying, now, now like, you know, he's very intelligent. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's Everybody thinks their kid is like exceptional yeah. in some way and maybe is just not showing it like yes I know I know he's constantly in trouble and everything but like he's you know he's very bright he's yeah. very kind I think he's too smart for this environment <laughs> and he's getting very frustrated you know this I, uh, my friend Pat he used to work in a golf club years ago right Yeah. and they were seeing you know, they'd, they'd have dinners and all and family dinners and so and a young fella came in and he got a fork off the table and threw it and it went through a thing of glass on the door and everything right wow and the, the, like the silence and they looked at it and the, the mother turns and goes my god he's very strong isn't he <laughs> very strong 
he's a little. That's what she took out of. Yes, that's what she. Oh, isn't that amazing? That little fellow, Danny, could break a window. With Very strong. He's going to be a champion javeliner. <laughs> um, <laughs> she didn't say that. But, but they're saying that dogs have, have this amazing language skills, and that means that their familiarity with certain words, you know, uh, that's why I suppose all dogs have that. That's why you can never say the W A L K word right. around the dog because they make the association straight away, and then that's all hell breaks loose. Yeah, they're like. Do you know what dogs are like? Do you remember I told you my my neighbour I had next door, and he was deaf man. But he used to, uh, he, every so often, he'd turn around and look at you just in case he might have said something. Yeah. So you'd be sitting there in total silence and he'd go, What? <laughs> yes. What? Did you say, What? Did you say, What is it? And you'd be like, I didn't say that. Okay. And then five minutes later, What? Are you out? So he was preempting. So he was pre- you might have said so because he didn't want anyone to think he couldn't hear. So he was preempting. And dogs are like that. Like you're sitting there and you're watching, and something happens, a noise, and huh? Biscuit? Who said biscuit? <laughs> biscuit? Who? Who asked him? Who has biscuits? And you're like, calm down. There's no biscuits. But you said it now, right? Biscuit? Biscuit? He said biscuit. I said there's no biscuits. I saw your lips move. Yeah, I said there's no biscuits. Biscuit? Give us a biscuit. That's the dogs like, aren't they? You say walk, or you you know you say it could say anything. I woke up. Walk, walk is it? Who's walked? Uh, you know, uh, so how many how many words have they got the capacity for? Uh, well, it doesn't say the limit of words. It just says right. that some very smart dogs can learn these words after hearing them only four times. That's which, that is impressive. Yeah, so it's amazing. So basically, dogs. I are just like, I just have a vision of somebody, especially now in these environments of homeschooling and all this kind of stuff, where somebody's trying to you know talk to their young child or whatever, trying to explain things to them about I don't know. Potty training them or whatever the hell, yeah. and just getting so fed up that they go, Ah, oh, forget it. Where's Shep? Shep, come in, tell yeah. him that, will you? Show him how to do Le- the toilet. Leave it to me. Leave it to me. Potty! Yeah. Potty! Potty! Why is, the Potty. Do- why is the dog talking to your kid? Because I gave up, to be honest with you. He's, he might have more better luck than I do. I, say, I don't know why the dog is talking to the kid. I'm more concerned about why the kid's going for a poo in the backyard. Classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Whether you're into taco, curry, cheese, or garlic fries, we have something for everyone. Order online, available at supermax.ie. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit, but what hit is it? Hit hey, Wow. I can't get that there. That was a Greg, serious can... speed wobble in the middle of that one. It's because I think to myself every so often, I can hit the highest heights with the notes, and yeah. then as soon as I venture, oh, I realise it's not worth it. <laughs> I'm going to embarrass myself and everybody else. That's when you get to the very the very high board, the high diving board, and you go, this was a mistake. If only I turned back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so 920 euros is what we have in the Classic Hit this morning. Here's one quick listen to it before we get stuck in. And Anthony O'Neill is going to go first this morning. How are you, Anthony? I'm good. And yourself? Not too bad. Very good, very good. <laughs> Where are you? In, are you in the International Space Station this morning? <laughs> I'm just on my way to Cork. Oh, on your way to Cork. Close, You're on the road. Enough, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. And and what's the purpose? I sound like a guard now. Yeah. What's the purpose of your journey, Anthony? Work, work, work. That's okay. On so you I go. Was Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Right, should we give Anthony some money for his travels? Let's try, yeah. 920 quid. What do you think, Anthony? I think it could be Tina Turner, Proud Mary. Right. Proud Mary, right, a real classic, Michael. Sure is, so right. That would have been out donkey's years before you were born, wasn't ah, it? Ah, yeah, but I've had an L-jive to that at a party <laughs> or two over the years. 
I thought it was quite a groovy record. <laughs> it's usually at a wedding that's that. Yeah. It's usually played at a wedding. It is, when you and all uh, the cool cats <laughs> hit the dance floor. Yeah. How are you doing? For a disco. Anyway, if the slagging's over, I'll give you an oh, answer. Oh, sorry, yeah, that's go ahead. All right. yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, anyway, you're wrong. I'm sorry. Which means, of course, that the money rolls on. Yeah. It'll be rolling, 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 rolling. Great stuff. Well, Listen. Mike. Thank you very much, lads. Thank uh, you, no, Anthony. Safe journeys. Safe journey to you, sir. Take See care of yourself. Care. Cheers. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Uh, Greg O'Reilly waiting patiently. How are you, Greg? Brad, yourself? Not too bad, Greg. Thanks very much. Where are you this morning? I'm in, uh, I'm in uh, Ballykillan at the moment. Just going to walk. Ah, very good. Very good, Jay. You're not far from us here. So, uh, are you now tell us what you're doing? Yeah, walking left to the wholesalers. Very good. A horse sailor. Electrical wholesalers. So what is wrong How many people do you know sell electrical horses? Horse tailors. I was there. Oh, a horse, a, a horse ta- tailor. An electrical horse tailor. <laughs> That's your version of a profession, is it? Like it sounds like a fellow who makes suits for horses. Oh yeah, and there's yeah. some robot that makes horse suits. Shivers, you haven't got the end of a tie. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. I'm, Greg an this, o- I'm an awful. This idiot. hasn't gotten off to a, to a fantastic start, Greg. Has <laughs> it? Yeah. You know. yeah. Sorry, Greg. I'm an awful. Take, uh, say, what do you think this is? We'll try to give you some money to make up for it. I think it's everybody jump now. Everybody jump now, right? What, Mike? Uh, is that similar to everybody dance now, or uh, what's everybody oh. jump now? Wh- which one is it, Greg? Every, sorry, everybody dance now. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. CC Music Factory. That one is it. Yeah, That's it. yeah. It's just the horses that jump. We're all getting confused. Anyway, I wish, I wish we could jump or dance with you to tell you you're right. But you're wrong, Greg. I'm sorry. Oh, lucky. Oh, lucky. Listen, see you, Greg. Back in, back in the saddle for you, Greg. Yeah. Good luck. See you, good luck. I'm not sure what's going on. That is the greatest thing ever. PJ thought that somebody's profession was an electrical horse tailor. Oh, is there? Louis Copeland, eat your heart out. (laughs) Oh my God! Listen, if you've if you've got a young enough child and you want to point them in the direction of success, you tell them to go to college to become an electrical horse tailor because the demand is out there, people. Nobody doing it, PJ. You know. Tell you some set of cufflinks and that stallion. 80s classic Kim Kynes, Betty Davis Eyes here at Classic Hits. Ten past eight. Thanks so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Wednesday. Happy hump day to you folks. 087 if you need to give us a shout. Particularly if you want to get involved in the All-Ireland Breakfast Table Quiz this week. The dubs are top of the leaderboard with 12 at the moment. Uh, yesterday we Tipperary on, I think, was it? We Tipperary on. Very, a little hard done by yeah. long, long questions, you know. So, tough uh, tough set of questions run. for Tipperary. But listen, if you're from any other county and you want to take on uh, the All-Ireland Breakfast Table Quiz, represent your county. Magic Mike is standing by 087-188-0008. And you know something about this show? It's, um, it is actually a feat. I know you probably won't appreciate this. You know, from listening yeah. to the show, but you would not believe the feat it is for this show to go on every day, four hours a day, and for PJ to not swear. It's a, it is a, it is a mountain I climb on a daily basis. It is a mountain. It is a testimony to you, sir. It is. It that is. we've, we've. I mean, it's been very rare. There's been the odd slippery one that. There has been the odd slippery word that's gotten through the net. There has been, in fairness, yeah. But very rare now. 
I mean, generally speaking, like I am genuinely surprised. I mean, based on oh, the amount you're of surprised, based on the amount of times you used to give away the CSI year. I you know the idea that you don't let the f bomb or anything else fall very often is. I think it's a shock. I have this verbal net in front of my face that can only catch so much, <laughs> and it catches all the swear words, but it can't keep in the ears for CSI. It just can't do it. Uh, so that's my verbal net. But it turns out I may be one of the most enlightened people you have ever met, Jim. I've been saying it. Almost never. I was just about to say, you flipping backstart. <laughs> uh, so there you go. So science has found that a number of positives come from people who swear. So people who swear are more like people who have, uh, let me put this in the correct scientific term, people who have a more fluent vocabulary of expletives uh, are linked to intelligence, creativity, honesty, and even the ability to be able to bear more physical pain than other wow. people. So there you go. Look at you. You're basically superhuman. Look at that. Look at that. They say, basically, it comes down to this, right? People who aren't really aware of what they're saying uh, are not thinking about what they're saying, right? (laughs) So you get much more honest sort of standpoint. Yeah, the old no filter thing. Yeah, so the whole thing. So basically, if if I'm saying to you and I'm going, and the flipping yoke was flarting, doing, 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 and and then the whole, and I pulled the farting trousers off, and and then there's all this whatever, right? And then I'm not trying to craft my words. You're getting the story being told as honestly as I yeah, can tell straight you the story, from the heart. Right? Whereas if somebody who never curses, they're always watching their words, right? They're always being sort of cautious. What am I saying? How am I saying it? Who am I saying it to? There's a lack of honesty in it. It's yeah. a performance. It's a performance, right? Great. Uh, you, know. you don't know how reassuring this is to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is... The <laughs> that, and... And it goes even more than that. Then they, they did these tests with people, right? Right. So say the physical pain thing, right? So what they did was they got a bucket of ice cold water, right? And they filled it up with, uh, with, with ice. What they filled it up with? What did they fill it up with? It was ice cold water, right? For Jesus. Uh, and they got someone to stand next or stand beside and dip their arms in up to the shoulder, right? Okay. And see how long they could bear the pain of it mm. w- without cursing or saying anything. It's pure silence, right? Okay. And then they got the likes of well, myself and whatever and they put them out and you were allowed to say Anthony wanted. So there's someone else in there who was like, ah, yeah. So there was effing and blinding going yeah. on left, right and centre. Ah, me flopping arms are high on <laughs> me and all. Right, so there was all that going on. And they lasted much longer. So, so it helps you so get the over the pain. and the ex, you know, the ex, the, the word explosions yeah. helped um, handle the physical um, un- discomfort you might say yeah Yeah. so there you go Jim Be- so really turns out I'm superhuman <laughs> well, who, I mean I have superpowers who knew who knew who knew well those of us who you know get to hear you when you're not on the radio we knew certainly about your uh, extraordinary vocal ability and there you swear I mean it's like sometimes it's, I wonder if it's English you're speaking <laughs> Well, I tell you something. There you are judging me and looking down on me, probably. No! Yeah, yeah. Not at all. You're all there looking at he, sa- he sounds like something that just rolled off a ship in the docks. You would think <laughs> the state of him. He's like Donald Duck. But you, you remember, may, you understand remember that nothing. used to be associated, that, like, swearing, yeah. it, was, it was associated with, like, sailors. Sailors and, sailors and madmen, basically. Yeah. It was only sailors and nutters. And it's extraordinary that one of your other great traits, of course, is your fabulously artistic body tattooed to within an inch of its life. Again, something that was associated with sailors. And you, a proud RNLI man. Well, look. Out uh, there, singing your sea shanties, swearing like a trooper. Sea shanties? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm in here now with a half bottle of rum as we speak. You know what I mean? 
Bells ringing. Wow. Me striped short I think, I mean, surely to God, everybody has a little bit of the sweary thing in them. Okay? I, th- yeah, now, I, I, think I mean, so. I always find it extraordinary. You know those people who they say something and then they'll immediately beg for forgiveness. Exactly. So they'll yeah. go, oh, for... And then they go, oh, God, forgive me. You're making me... Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, I'm uh, after lowering myself <laughs> now. You know, I've let myself down and yeah, all of you down. Because yeah. it was... You used to be accused that if you resorted to swearing that you were accused of, like, it was a sort of... You know, you had a limited vocabulary when it's actually quite the well, opposite. I remember doing a show in Kerry many years ago and the Sheems is here and the woman, before the show, and she was saying to me, you know, you know these comedians and they're so blue and it's all F and this and F and that and then if they don't get a laugh, sure don't they have the trousers down and they're talking about relations and everything in the bedroom and everything. Oh, and there's no need for it. Sure there isn't. There's no need for it. Well, she's... Well, an hour and a half later, I saw her coming out, right, of the... Of the theatre and I was there oh this woman's going to lose and she looked at me and went great show great show I think I transformed her I tell you Jim I think you did I think the power of your vocal it was the dirtiest show I ever did in my life as well your powerful g- swearing gymnastics I don't think I'd have a career if it wasn't for F and this and Jeff and that and get up out or that and put <laughs> take it out of your ear and shove it down your throat you made your woman sound like uh, Mrs Doyle in that um, in that Father Ted episode <laughs> oh it was awful father <laughs> Talk from Coldplay here at Classic Hits. Uh, 8.21, thanks so much for waking up happy with PJ and GM. And thank you for all of the WhatsApps as well. 087 on the topic of swearing. Yeah. Uh, which we've now found out, courtesy of PJ's story, is actually a sign of your creativity, creativity. a sign of your ability to withstand pain, potentially. Intelli- potential intelligence, intelligence and honesty. Lo- honesty, lots of good stuff. Um, so a couple of people, some people have pointed out, and this is a fair point to make, that you know we were congratulating ourselves on never swearing during the show yeah. you're managing well you specifically managing to hold back on your natural instinct to express yourself in that way yeah, you know, during I, the time we're on air well, uh, few people have pointed out really? that, that the after show show it goes very different well you see that's a cathartic experience of a different nature isn't it so, I mean that's why all the ones you save up during the week they have to go somewhere it's like it's like coins yeah. you can't carry them around in your pockets forever your trousers will burst uh, so you have to put, put them into the piggy bank that is the after show show. Yeah, so just be do be aware of that, that the after show show, you know, the podcast and the stuff we put up on Facebook, that it is, as PJ refers to it, it is the Wild West, the unregulated world of the internet. So, yeah. not for young ears, put it that way. Yeah, Mind some... you, people, look, look at that, Antoinette says that it's literally the highlight of her week, especially the bad words that, on the uh, after show show. You see, there's all kinds of lowlifes like myself out there, Jim. It's great, so it is. Oh, dear. Uh, also, check this out. Poor old Aoife in Cavan, right? Yeah. She said, uh, I spent more time apologising to my doctor and midwife when I was in labour. I, I mean, if you're not allowed to have a good old sweary rant while giving birth. Oh, yeah. I, yeah you're allowed to do that when you stop. You can do that. Although I remember when I broke my legs, right? I had to do this physio thing in the bed, right? Yeah. And it was in Galway. And the nurses would come in uh, and the physiotherapist and they had this thing and they'd have to get me leg and push it into my chest and pull it back. You know that? Yeah. And no messing. It was like this. So they push it in and I'd be like, ah, man, I'm back, up, back, horse. And then yeah. as it came out, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I didn't know that. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> and then, uh, in again, ah, flipping fucking half in the air. That's what I'm... And then, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean that. That's what I'm saying. That yeah. Those people who, like, they'll swear and they'll go, oh, God, forgive me. I, 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 I'm sorry for swearing, but I just, I lost it there momentarily. Yeah. Or the people who do it first. And forgive my French, but that man <laughs> is the greatest. 
Oh. You know those people, they get it out, they and get also, the apology out for us. Just, you know the way we were comparing, the, uh, it was considered way back that, you know, s- uh, sailors and whatnot were swearing and, you yeah. know, we said about the swearing of the tattoo. Why have you fallen down? I'm tying me lace, oh. sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, somebody has just pointed out the fact that with the swearing and the tattoos and the whole or and the lighting, you literally are, you are Popeye. I've been cut, this... This, I have a Popeye tattoo on my arm so yeah. because I've been called Popeye by people and for I mean, my whole life. A, when you do the old um, Dirty Elwyn face, the resemblance is uncanny. Astro, when the Twitter thing started at first, and I did a Late Late Show, and I remember everyone put a toilet Popeye hat and pipe, pipe sticking out of my face, and it was, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I know, I, I, like, I am very like Popeye, very like Popeye. That's extraordinary. I Somebody know, wants I, to know, does that mean you have a woman in every port? <laughs> <laughs> and, and also... Somebody has pointed out, let me see who this is now, because they're obviously a very intelligent person themselves. Ruth has pointed out, never mind PJ trying not to swear. Jim, you should be given a medal for not losing it and swearing at him. How has he come out of such a hero today? First he was called... Not only are you the nicest patient, man, you're also a saint. Uh, I think that's a good note for us to end on. What do you think, PJ? This is ludicrous. And now I know why he hangs around me. I'm just so bad, I make him look decent. (laughs) Lionel Richie here at Classic Hits 22 to 9. We're uh, heading towards the All-Ireland Breakfast Table quiz for today. Magic Mike is standing by on WhatsApp. Uh, represent your county, whatever county you choose to represent. Just get on to them on 087 Wait, drop a little WhatsApp message to that number, 087 You can come on and represent your county in the All-Ireland Breakfast Table Quiz. And actually, there's talk of a trophy and everything, isn't there, PJ? There is talk of a trophy. There's talk yeah. of all kinds. Yeah, you may be. Talk is cheap, mind you, but there is talk of it. Talk is cheap. but I, yeah. no, that, and I mean, there's bound to be a whole load of magnificent... Classic Hits merchandise available as well. Ah, yeah. Just, you know, to sweeten the deal. Of course, there's shorts and all and everything. <laughs> shorts. Classic Hits shorts, <laughs> January shorts and everything. Uh, 0871880808. Now, i tell you something. If you, It's assumed, right? Similar yeah. to the way we were talking about the swearing thing, okay? And we said, like, it was assumed. It used to be always assumed that swearing was a... You know, a sign of kind of like lower class and, you know, poor vocabulary that you had to resort to swear words if you all couldn't that, think of the yeah. proper word. All that. So we've dispelled all that, okay? We've tried to, anyway. It's also assumed, of course, that, you know, whenever you watch the great battle of good versus evil, that you'll always be on the side of good. Come here. I'm not coming out of this show well at all today. I mean, Jim McCabe has been named the nicest man in on uh, in the world and the most patient man on the planet Earth. He was branded earlier. Yeah, today. but I mean, I don't think that comes as a shock to anybody. It's hardly news, isn't it? Knock me for six. <laughs> uh, and I've been branded a Popeye potty-mouthed <laughs> sailor with no morals, and now it gets worse. But you're for me. far more interesting. There's far more depth to you, PJ. Well, I'm- no, you know what they say about nice guys. Come second. I certainly hope so, but it's not been working so far. I've been doing everything I can. <laughs> uh, and this, is, this shows now that I'm also maybe a villain at heart. Uh, was what? Like, yeah, so there's this new study and survey done. You just said there you root for the good guys. In Generally the speaking, you assume you do. Well, I don't know. The good guy is normally the most boring character in a movie, I always find. And now they're saying if you're like me, if you look at these movies and you think, well, now is this bad guy so bad, you know? It's like when I talk about Scrooge, for instance. Yeah. He's the only good person in the whole story. He literally, he's employing everybody. He works every single day of the year. He never takes a holiday. Cratchit gets Christmas Day off. And then when he's asked to come in on Stephen's Day, he goes, Oh, so it's Christmas. Listen, I'm feeding people in prisons and everything. 
Why does the whole place go? And you know the What do you say? Sure, he ups the money to charge for the corn and everything and yeah, all that that's going to does. feed the He's poor. the whole town. And then Bob Cratchit says he wants extra holidays. Tosser. Anyway, if you're like me and you think that the villain, or the supposed villain is the villain, then it says that you may be the villain in your own life too. Oh. You have, yeah. So they've done this study. They gave 1,000 people all over the, um, uh, well, it was the States, but essentially the answers are, you know, hmm. are per- people are universal or whatever, yeah. Uh, and it asked them questions like, you know, um, well, it asked them questions about the movies. Who do they identify with? Do they think that the villain um, should succeed in achieving their goals and all of that sort of stuff, right? And then they put it against this thing called the Dark Triad. I've never heard of this before have you it sounds amazing the dark triad is imagine it like a pyramid right Right. narcissism psychopathy and Machiavellianism oh oh, wow the dark triad right it's this great system right and they've done it with so if you have all three of those in that so you're a a Machiavellian narcissistic sociopath yeah yeah sociopath psychopath you you guess well then you are yeah you can consider yourself a terrible human being don't I love this do not tell me you're in the Dark Triad. No, now I'm not in it, but I'm banging off edges of it. So I'll give you that much, right? So it has, right? So here we go, right? Narcissism, right? Yeah. It, characterized by grandiosity, pride, pride, egoism, and a lack of empathy, right? Now I'm not. I have empathy, right? Yeah, you're not very egotistical, really. Be, you don't. You're not a big ego person. But I'm a show off, right? Grand, okay, I'm a show off. <laughs> but uh, you certainly do not have any empathy. Excuse me. I do so. <laughs> Like, you talk, um, so I'm sorry, the reaction around this office, I, tell you, I think it's I think it's fair to say I was right on that one. Outrageous, I don't I look after me dogs and all, as if they were subhumans or something. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, and then, so narcissism, Machiavellianism, characterised by manipulative techniques, exploitation of other people. It's also linked to... God, uh, who would be guilty of that? You know, making somebody else look like they were to blame... Or maybe, you know, something... I mean, who could be possibly guilty of that? It's sort almost of like on? I've worked out a system or something where somebody else does all the work and I kind of glide by on their back. <laughs> you know... Right. I, I, unfortunately, I'm not sure I can get away with this one, right? Okay. I may be unintentionally Machiavellian. I didn't plan any of this. Yeah, you just fell over it. I'm, ju- I'm just so naturally gifted at it. That it happens. Psycho- and then so, then so the next thing is you're a sociopath, eh? I'm not a sociopath. This is where it falls apart. Uh, it has continuing antisocial behaviour, impulsivity. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Impulsive. Selfishness, wow. callousness. Selfishness. Somebody who doesn't want anybody else near them and everything and just only literally has one bowl, one fork, one knife. Yeah. And callousness and remorse. Hold on, this is wrong. I'm reading the wrong newspaper here, am I? This can't be right. Anyway, I'm definitely not that. I have a very great feeling for people. I do. Yeah. And for dogs. On the and telly all. and everything. Away from you. The bad guy in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. would root for the bad guy in all situations? Not all situations, yeah. no. If like, I'm are watching, you the guy? You're, are, you I, like, in, are you up for the hunter who shot Bambi's mother? Like, no, 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 not into him. But, like, people like J.R. Ewing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, for I'm not for him. You know, he's running a multi-million-dollar empire. You never want to see is, the bad guy get his comeuppance or anything, no? It depends. Like, I don't really believe in a lot of these movies. The bad guy is the bad guy, and sometimes I think the so-called good guy is the bad guy. The Karate Kid's a great example. Look at the little flipper uh, brought to California to live, given a new school. His mother's husband is dead after dying, uh, and he's like brought to California, put in a new school. Like this is terrible. First thing he does is robs another fella's girlfriend. And then he cheats in the karate competition, kicks a fella in the face. No kicking in the face is allowed. It's the very first thing you hear in the movie. No kicking in the face. And then he kicks him in the face and walks away with the trophy. 
He's not a good guy, Jim. He's right. not a good guy. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, just be careful. You may be being inducted into the dark triad. I tell you, the dark triad is an organisation I'd like to form. It sounds brilliant, doesn't it? I like it. does sound kind of cool. Sounds like something a, teen, a bunch of teenage nerds would call a gang. You call it the dark triad. And what do you do? We meet up and we drink herbal tea and play Dungeons and Dragons. Classic hits. Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next call gets the more. It's the Breakfast Table Quiz. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's. CKES.ie. Yeah, it is the breakfast table quiz, not just any old breakfast table quiz. Of course, it is the All-Ireland Breakfast Table Quiz Championship, uh, where you represent your county to claim the title of the All-Ireland Breakfast Table Quiz Champions. We've had Dublin, they're top of the leaderboard with 12 at the moment. We had Tipperary, they came up short yesterday, but now it is time for... Oh, the green and red <laughs> mayo, I can see it still. It's soft and craggy boglands. It's tall, majestic. Oh, dear. Oh, that must be music to your ears, PJ, is it? Oh, I'm The green and red of mayo is being represented today. You know, we were talking about that triangle of of, of despicableness. (laughs) Do you remember we were talking about that? Well, here we go. We got one Jim McCabe, the county of mayo, and guess who's playing the breakfast table quiz? It's a mayo man called James McCabe. How are you, boss? How are you doing, PJ? How's things, sir? How are you, James? So listen, I'm intrigued by this now, with you being another Jim McCabe. Um, Is is McCabe uh, a common enough name in Mayo? No, no, my father's from Monaghan. From Monaghan. Oh, right. Yeah, ah, yeah. That's, that's that sort of fits. I think I think the McCabe thing goes back to the sort of Cavan Monaghan neck of the woods, all right. Really? Yeah, I yeah. think so, yeah. You're, you're border boggers, are you? Yeah, that's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, James, I, I assume now there's a there's an edge to this. You're taking on this man that has given your county got a fierce hard time. Oh, well, we take our beatings when we come back. Oh, well, look, we'll do... We'll, that. I, I, Spoken I, like a proud there's, man. There's a part of me that's kind of on your side because you're playing the game, <laughs> James. We'll see what we can do. Are you all good for this? Yeah, yeah, carry on. All Very right, best so. of luck. Right, 12 is the score. You're trying to top it in the 60 seconds. Very best of luck. Here we go. The South African city of Durban overlooks which ocean? Uh, Indian. According to the proverb, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make it what? Drinkers. What is the past participle of the verb to fall? Fallen. What country knocked Ireland out of the 1990 World Cup? Uh, Italy. The US sitcom Friends was primarily set in what city? New York. In darts, how many points would you score if you hit a triple 20? 60. Anfield is the home ground for what football club? Liverpool. Which martial art has a Korean name meaning the art of kicking and punching? Uh... Pass. Taekwondo, who assassinated the United States President Abraham Lincoln? Pass. John Wilkes Booth, the term matador is associated with what sport? What is the name of the large yellow bird from Sesame Street? Uh, big bird. Who is the lead singer of the Irish rock band U2? Oh no. What antibiotic discovered by, by, was discovered by Alexander Fleming? Uh, penicillin. Yeah, in 1994, which country won the World Cup for the fourth time? So. Yes! Oh, this is going to be close, PJ. Oh, I think oh, it might be. this I is going to be close. Be. This could be very interesting indeed. Right. So, currently, Dublin top of the leaderboard there with 12. Here we go. Uh, James McCabe representing Mayo. You have scored 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12! No! Oh, my oh, God. It's, no! It's a... 
12 it is. Oh. Look at that. Dublin and Mayo neck and neck at Again. the top of the leaderboard. And unfortunately, as usual, the dubs go through. <laughs> oh, James. That's a sh- Can we not make it an allowance with this being the All-Ireland breakfast table quiz, no? Are we okay, still sticking play. to the rules of, of a, 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 a draw doesn't count? Do you know something? He just said something that makes a lot of sense. Replay. Oh, I tell you, we James might... just said replay. Right. We've so got... if, if nobody gets more than that, Friday left. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Right. Okay. So we'll do that. Will we, Michael? Yeah. If nobody gets more than that, if nobody can get in with a thirteen, we'll, do a replay. we'll have a playoff on Friday. What I about that? I love this idea. We could have an All Ireland replay with Mayo and Dublin. Oh, this is fantastic. Incredible. James, Listen, you're putting it up to us. <laughs> well played, James. Have a cracking day. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye bye now. Oh, look at that. Breakfast table quiz. Backstreet Boys, and ahead of that, of course, Depeche Mode. Just can't get enough here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Uh, happy hump day to you folks. Wednesday, 27th of January, just uh, 12 minutes past 9 o'clock. If you need to give us a shout, 087-188-0008. In the meantime, though, we're, uh, as you can hear in the background, we're heading down under uh, for, uh, well, to be honest with you, I'm a little bit scared because the last time that PJ Gallagher brought us a story... That involved oh, mushrooms. Yes, it yes, got, yes. I mean, oh, literally, we I had people. We had people on for weeks afterwards saying, "Don't ever do that again." I bet I, you're right, Jay. Only yesterday was people giving out about it again. Don't worry, this has nothing to do with mushrooms in your um, in ear, your crevices, in your ear cavities or crevices or anything of like that. Like a man basically went missing in eight for eighteen days in Australia uh, has been fi- found, and thankfully he's alive and well. Fifty uh, eight year old Robert Weber. Uh, in the state of Queensland, and they, so they they found him. Uh, he's a property owner uh, and a local politician. Oh my God! How does a politician go missing for that long? Uh, I suppose. I mean, Australia's a big place and everything, and they have the. Mind you, you said he's always oh, from Queensland. Queensland, yeah. I assume he went missing in the outback or whatever the sort of wilds yeah, of Australia he must, yeah I suppose there's a lot of wilds in Australia that's the thing about Australia everything's trying to kill you all the time <laughs> it feels like the whole place is designed to, as a sort of survival escape sort of or a survival sort yeah. of adventure because like I'd be, I'd be of that sort of you know scaredy cat variety that would be if people talk to me about going to exotic places or yeah. far flung places or whatever even Australia the thing that would strike me is yeah don't they have those uh, killer spiders and everything I know I'd be there. why is that Jack Russell Russell got eight legs. But that's not Jack Russell. That's a black with a wombat. I mean, oh, jeez! You know, all these mad things that can kill you. But this guy, he was a... Uh, he, he'd been seen leaving his hotel, right, with his dog on the 6th of January, and he ran into trouble when his car got stuck in the dirt on the farm road, right? Yeah. Uh, and then he spent three days in the car. I mean, this is how... It shows you how big Australia is that you don't see What, people. and nobody drove by? No! So he's three days in the car before he ran out of water. A lot of water in the car. He must have drank it out of the radiator or something. I don't know wow. how he did. Uh, then he set off on foot and then he was lost. And then he stayed near a dam where he survived by sleeping on the ground, drinking dam water and eating nothing but mushrooms. Right? So they found him eventually. Uh, and he said he was he was found. He survived on the mushrooms for the 18 days and from the water. That's a good job. Dam. I mean, I, unless he's a mushroom expert, it's a good job that he happened to stumble across the right sort of mushrooms. Because you get the wrong ones, they can you can be brown bread, can't you? Well, this is kind of... I know I shouldn't be laughing, but this is kind of why I was thinking, what kind of mushrooms were they? Like, when they caught them, or when they caught them, when they found them, they were like, so, how how were you? How did you know what mushrooms to eat? And he was there going, I didn't. Well, I had a few, and then this French-speaking llama came into me. <laughs> and me and the French-speaking llama converted to a new religion, man. And all of a sudden, I could hear the colour purple 
calling me yeah. from inside my car. You yeah. know? I ate a few more and then I started hearing strawberry feels yeah. forever. And then maybe time was passing or maybe it wasn't. All I know is I was flying for three days. <laughs> Yeah, so, you, know, you, you see, that's what I'm saying. Like, mush, you know, you, there's, there's, you're fraught with problems when it comes to mushrooms, mushrooms in the wild. And, yeah, and they the could wild go anywhere. Australia and everything. Yeah, yeah. Especially in Australia. Especially in Australia. Everything in Australia is trying to kill you. Like, I, he, I know, I mean, he did be... well to avoid, as you say, any of those kind of weird creatures that exist but that like, could be out to get you. Yeah, and that's in the in the wild. Like, even in domestic Australia, it's dangerous. People can be bitten by toilets in Australia. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you sink. You can get. I don't think that's strictly sink. true. I don't think you can... I'm not sure you can be bitten by your toilet. I think you can. Maybe by something in your toilet. No, in Australia you can't. The water goes the wrong way round and everything. You could get sucked into it instead of blown out of it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Australia's just a very dangerous place, you know. Yeah. Uh, you have to know how to survive these things. I, uh, and to last that long after 18 days and everything, water, with no water and eating nothing but mushrooms, fair play to him. I mean, the gas thing, it'd be gas if he came back, though, after 18 days. And, like, he had nothing but mushrooms. How'd you feel? He'd be there, not great, not great. What do you want, Aunt Nils? Yeah, has, uh, is there any more of them mushrooms? <laughs> I often no. wonder if you're in the, um, you know, if you're stuck in a survival situation. You know, if you were to come back and sort of like, oh, starving. I literally went, I went weeks on end without food or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, but like you were, you were stranded in a, you know, in a forest or whatever. Like there was all sorts of low, like berries and stuff. And why did? Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big oh, fruit no, lover. I'm not, not really into berries. I don't like fruit. There's a vegan restaurant. Do you not say it. Yeah, I did, but sure. It's either bacon or it's not. You know what I mean? 2020. Take that with Lulu. Relight my fire. And uh, Bruno Mars ahead of that. Just the way you are here at Classic Hits. Uh, 9.27. Thanks so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. If you were with us a little bit earlier on, by the way, uh, you'll have heard PJ reveal the story that researchers have found apparently the dogs can learn words uh, as quickly as toddlers. Quickly, as quick as two or three-year-old humans. Some, yeah. to- some, some dogs only need to hear them four times. And they already suss out what the meaning is and all yeah. the rest of it, right? And so Magic Mike, off the back of that, Magic Mike did a bit of, um, did a bit of scouting around, a bit of research, and he's, fa- he's found some examples of dogs and words, PJ, yeah. which, you know, you know, could be interesting. Uh, this, this time it's not just them learning, it's them repeating them and actually saying them, right? So, for, so for example... <laughs> What is uh, this? Is probably self-explanatory, right? But right. This, have right, a listen right. to this one. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> See, that's, that's amazing. That's a Dalmatian. Is it repeating hello? Right. Uh, so what he's a, actually learning English. Hello seems to be a big one. I tell you something. That's, that's another a, Labrador. It's a nicer greeting than you get in here in the morning sometimes. <laughs> what about this now? It's not just hello. I love you. I love you. I love you. That actually just sounds like two people, you know, who are on in the in the first pangs of us. I love you. I love you. Yeah, no, I love I you more. <laughs> no, I love you more. I love you. I love you. I love you. Oh my god. I find that is so good. And I really like this one as well, right? Check this out. What's that? That's, That's a weekend breakfast show. <laughs> That's where the dog is repeating the owner saying blah blah blah. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> 
so much oh my god oh dear uh, where's my favourite one I think this might be my favourite one though <laughs> <laughs> that's, that again. that's a golden uh, golden retriever <laughs> that actually sounds like Elmer Ford you talking about hello hello so there you go proof positive oh that PJ wasn't god. just making it up dogs and their ability that is uh, to learn words. Absolutely amazing. If I got home now and my dogs look at me and one of them goes, you tick, I'll be, hey! <laughs>